What is up, y'all? My name is Kat Del Carmen, wife, mama, and go freaking getter. It took me 10 years to finish college, 20 jobs to build a six-figure career, and all of that led me to starting my own business and leaving that behind. All my setbacks have helped me gain the confidence I need to think bigger and create the life of my dreams. If you have an idea that you want to pursue and fear is stopping you, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast, a show dedicated to empowering you to follow that fear, pursue what is calling you and take it one step at a time. What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast. I'm so happy you are back. And if this is the first episode you're listening to, welcome. I'm really excited to be here with you because I have been in total launch mode the last like month, basically launching my course, prepping my course. I know a lot of my content has been about podcasting. And I know everyone doesn't want to start a podcast, but this is the name of the game. You know, I got I had a course. I got to launch it. Um, but I'm really excited to be back and share everything I freaking learned because I learned so much, guys, so freaking much. I will be I mean, I will be taking it week by week in terms of sharing this content and of all the growth that I've been through. But today's episode, I want to share all of the things I wish I would have done, I wish I would have knew, I wish I would have executed on before my first launch. This launch, so I recently launched my podcast marketing course, it's called Podcast Marketing Lab, and this launch really felt like the first time I, like I really felt like this was the beginning of my business. Although I had made money before, like I've monetized um, using my podcast through coaching in the past, um, and still currently, this really felt something about a digital product or a physical product. The fact that like you have to sell it, it really felt like, oh shoot, I'm a business owner. So I learned a whole bunch and I'm going to be talking about some of it today. But today I really want to give you like from my heart, everything I wish I would have known, would have done and everything that like I, I just wish I would have done. So I'm really excited for today's episode. But if you have listened to this episode or this podcast, I should say in the past, it would mean so much to me, guys, if you could take a moment to screenshot this episode, share it on your IG stories. When you do that, like people become aware of this podcast, guys, and it just would mean so, so much. Um, if you've gotten any value from these episodes, I would so deeply appreciate it. All right, so let's get into the episode. So here's the thing. Before I get started on what I wish I would have done or knew, I want to be super clear that creating a digital course is something that I had been wanting to do for a very long time. I had been studying digital courses for a very long time, and I just never knew what I wanted to teach in a, in a digital course. So once I've started to see success in my podcast, I thought that that was like a perfect place to start, especially because I actually am really passionate about the podcast subject. Like starting this podcast really was the beginning of something really great for me, and it helped me 
find my personal like passion and gifts and purpose. And then on top of that, it opened me up to this community that like is a hundred percent my people. Like all of the folks who listen to this episode on a regular basis, those are the kind of people that like, I want to hang out with. I want to meet. I want to like, I want to spread that goodness and I want to learn from you guys. And I want you to learn from me. So it really, it really did create something really special to me when I started Follow That Fear. But as it turned into a business, um, I, I learned a lot. So let's get into it. Here are, I'm going to name five things, maybe six. I don't know. You know, sometimes I just blurt out one more. So <laughs> number one, y'all, if I could go back in time and really, really start over what I would do is I would have treated my business like a business. In all honesty, when I started my podcast, I wanted to start a business. And I did say that, like I've been super honest since the beginning. But one thing I didn't really do is really treat it like a business. I kind of just went off my own intuition and I just talked about topics that were like relevant to me in the moment. And you know what? It was good. It worked out. It helped me build my show. And I think my first couple episodes, the beginning of my podcast was really great because it was the honest truth of growing your business. But what I mean when I say I wish I treated my business like a business I just wish I would have done a couple things better. One, I wish I would have been super clear on what my own personal mission was. Like, I wish I would have paused and been like, okay, if this podcast could be something grand, what would you, you know, what would that look like? Okay, great. Once I identify that, what can I do now as I'm starting my podcast to really, really, really help myself get there? And I would have just paused a little bit and thought about exactly what I could envision. Like, who knows? Like, if I thought about this in a bigger scale, it could have been even bigger. And it's still growing. Don't get me wrong. It's like such a beautiful gift this podcast is. It's still growing all the time. But like, if I would have just done a little bit of that work in the beginning, it would have helped me really understand where this podcast can go. I think also in treating your business like a business, like really just really treating it like a business, like understanding that like marketing is involved and PR is important and all of the pieces, collaborations, how do you get your word out? Like, what does this podcast stand for? Like if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, or if you've listened to the older episodes, you know, like I didn't even have a podcast intro for a long time and that was okay. Like it's not that it was bad, but it's like, I wish I just been, would have been a tad bit more intentional when I started and really treat my business like a business. Because in all reality, what I was doing this whole time was speaking my mind, trying to speak to my ideal audience and hoping that people would listen. And although a lot of things happened in the way, and I've shared some of that story, and I have been able to grow this podcast to over 10,000 downloads, now, you know, almost 15,000 downloads. I think the the thing I wish I would have done is just put my business hat on earlier, if that makes sense. All right. 
Number two, one thing I have learned throughout this course build and launch is I wish I would have done the hard work from the beginning. And when I say hard work, I mean the stuff that we really don't want to do, but we probably should do. So some examples of that would be like, one, I so desperately wish I would have been promoting a freebie on my podcast since like day one. Like I should have been offering some type of free resource to my audience in exchange for their email address. The reason why this is so important is one, and I'll talk about your email list um, a little bit later, but your email list is really the folks who are into what you're doing, who are bought into whatever you are working on or your business. And it is such a special relationship because it's outside of social media. So when you get an email from someone, it's just a different vibe. It's a, you look at it differently. You're speaking to them and there's, um, you're speaking to them from a different point of view, at least from their point of view is different because it's not on social and there's much less distractions. Like they are much likely to open it if they are interested in that title. And I wish, dude, I mean, this is probably the major key here. If there's one to take away, start your email list as soon as possible. Start before you have any idea what you are doing. Start before you you don't have to know crap. Just start talking about something that you like talking about and start building an email list. Call it the title of whatever you're talking about. So like if you're talking about starting a clothing boutique, great. Or like if, you know, if you are starting a clothing boutique and you're, you're growing an email list, great. Put them aside and call that group. Anyone who gives you their email, like clothing boutique, you know, audience, whatever. But just do the hard work early. Start your email list. Another thing I should have done is I should have started with show notes from the beginning. So I'm now on episode like past 75 episodes and I wish I would have just created show notes and gone to through this podcast process a little bit slower. Like I just went, uh, I went a hundred like going in and although it's been a blessing, I really wish I would have done some of the hard work like creating show notes and starting my website. I didn't need to do it from day one, but I should have done it earlier and I should have created some type of blog um, or web page that has like the episode I launched plus some, you know, some, some context of what the episode about is about, and then started building off that. Because the thing is when we create like these processes, it gets much easier with time. Like for example, I record mostly two episodes a week. And although that might sound like super time consuming to someone who doesn't do this, like I'm on episode 76. 677. So like I'm used to this. I've already integrated it to, into my life and I'm fine with it. And guess what? If I would have done some of the hard work to begin with, then I probably that probably would have been a little bit easier for me too. But I didn't. Like I didn't do that hard work and now I really feel like crap. Like I wish I would have done it because it would have helped me be in much more successful place and I say successful in terms of the launch um, starting my business and starting to sell products now. So I hope that makes sense. Um, just do the hard work. Like if there's something, you know, you should do 
and you are kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. I don't know. Like do your best to do it. Even, even if it's shitty, like even if it's shitty first draft, just see if you can incorporate it. And I get that you're not going to be able to do everything, right? Like you're going to have to make some decisions and that's okay. Like I had to do that too. I had to sacrifice not doing certain things, but now I really am starting to realize God, I, I could have, you know, if I could have just done it a little bit lazy and not have tried to make it perfect, then I probably would have a better system now. All right. Number three, what I wish I would have done, and this is very relevant to podcasting, but to be honest, I think it can help with anything, um, is I wish I would have done more collaborations from the get. Like, I wish, y'all, I wish I would have done more collaborations from the get. I've learned that collaborating with folks who have a similar audience to you is one of the best ways to build your audience. And when I say collaborating, it could mean like collaborating and doing some type of IG live, throwing an event together. Um, you can pitch yourself to someone's podcast. Um, you can invite folks to your podcast. Like in the beginning of my podcast, it wasn't super guest focused. Like I, it was mostly solo episodes and I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish it honestly, if I could redo it a hundred percent, I would have made like my first 10 episodes. I would have made probably five of them guest episodes. Like I should have pushed harder to do more collaborations in the beginning because that when you start, there's so much excitement and you really want to hone in on that and take advantage of it. So that is a hundred percent what I wish I would have done. I, I find that even more important now because when I was launching my course, I, again, lesson learned, I should have done more collaborations before I started talking about my class, my master class, because I started launching that and promoting that. But during that time, if I would have been smart, I would have aligned a weekly or two, maybe two collaborations per week leading up to that master class to get the word out. Um, so those are huge lessons to me, but I definitely would have done more collaborations from the get. All right, number four, this is a big one too. I, If I could start over and start my business journey over and start my podcast over, what I wish I would have done is really taken a step back to really realize what do I bring to the table? Like what do I bring to the table? Understand my own values. Like what am I good at? What am I great at? What do I like to do? And what is important to me? This is something I did much later in my podcast journey and in my business journey. But the thing is, there are I've had opportunities where I've had large audiences in front of me. And because I wasn't prepared, I know that I didn't get as much, like I didn't have as much impact as I would have hoped. So if I could start over... What I would do is I would sit down and be freaking sure about one, what do I bring at the table? What are my values? What am I good at? How do I serve people? How do I serve my audience? And articulate that, like actually write it down so that when someone asks me, especially if it's someone who's super influential, when they ask me, 
hey, what do you do? I can give this super articulate answer about what I do, who I serve, what my mission is, and what I'm about. But instead, I've learned little by little along the way, and I've been like, oh, I have this podcast. It's called Follow That Fear. And then you know, a month or two later, when I finally came up with a little slogan or whatever, I'd be like, oh, it's dedicated to empowering um, people to go follow their fears, pursue what's calling them, and take it one step at a time. And then a little bit after that, I was like, oh, this is my, this is who I serve or like whatever the case is. So if I could start over, I would be very clear on what my values are and identify like what is important to me in my business. So for me, it's what's important to me is I have to be real. Like I have to keep it real with my audience. And that is important to me. It is one of my core, core values. I have to be real. I have to market with compassion. Like I'm a marketing person. I like this stuff. I like selling. Um, I mean, I won't say I love selling. I just, it comes easier to me, but I also, I love it because I know I'm serving my audience. So like I see it in this way of like, no, I, they need my product. I need to sell it to them because I know what my product is going to help them. And that's kind of where I come from in my marketing um, strategy. And then lastly is just to identify who the heck you're talking to. I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but you gotta identify who you are speaking to. And that is going to evolve as you grow as well. But I want you to always think about that. And I always want you to have somebody in mind. All right. Number five, this is a huge one. If I could start over, and this is kind of similar to number one, but if I could start over and start from the beginning, what I would have done is create more systems. This has been one of my weaknesses, like from the get, like I'm just very unorganized person. I mean, I say I'm an unorganized, but you know, I show up two times a week on my podcast. I have some of my shit together, but the real honest truth is I really resist like a lot of organization and systems. And I resist them because that is what's fearful to me. I feel like I have a fear of failing at systems and at like rhythms or processes. And because of that, I really, really stay away from that in my business. And I'll be a hundred percent honest in saying during this launch of my podcast course, that was the time where I was like, okay, girl, you see where a system could have come in handy. You see if preparing more would have come in handy. And I know that if I just created systems from the get, it would have saved so much time. It would have saved so much energy. It would have probably been executed better and it would have had more intention. So when I say like put systems in place, put systems in place, like and what I, what I mean by that is like, for example, till this day, I don't have a true system for recording my podcast. I still kind of like pick up my mic and record whenever I want. And although there is some type, you know, a piece of that, that it's nice because it comes off very real and honest, I think it's also time for me to put my big girl pants on and really start so making this process way more sophisticated. Why? Because one, I want to create better content for you. I want this to be relevant. I want this to help you, right? And then secondly, I wanted to I want to save time. Like when we have systems in place, we save time. We save energy. So if I like one thing I've been wanting to do and I have done 
I've gone in seasons of it is batch record episodes. So what batch recording means is recording so many episodes in one sitting. So like I'll get away for like three hours, four hours, five hours, and record like multiple episodes, like five or six episodes. I've done that in the past. And honestly, it was mind blowing and life changing, but I haven't been consistent with it. And now I'm at a point in my business where a lot of my effort needs to be in other things. And I can't put as much time on the podcast as I would like. But I still want to make sure that the quality of the podcast is good, right? And I honestly want it to be better. So what do I do? I have to put systems in place. Like I have to put systems in place to make your life better. I mean, your life better, to make my life better, to serve you better, and for me to have success in this show. So I'm talking about podcasting, but for you, it could look a lot differently, right? So maybe instead of batch recording, you can create a system for you know selling your cookies. Like if you're a cookie seller, every time you maybe that means setting up a you know a platform online where people can click a button, buy their cookies from there, it'll send you an email, it'll send them an email. Then you can click a button and it'll automate an email to them, like really figuring out systems. And this could look different for whatever business you're in, but when you create systems and when you use tools, it will make your life easier. A lot of the time, this will involve some money. Um, so you will have to pick and choose what systems are like best. But to be honest, like if you're starting, like use Google, like Google's free and Google Drive and Docs and Sheets and all that, like really figuring that out can really help your business. Um, so that is one thing I wish I would have done from the, the from the beginning. I wish I would have created a system, not one system, multiple systems to make my life easier. And I 100% plan on doing this in the near future. Right now I'm at a point after my first launch of this course, I'm like, okay, let's take a step back Let's analyze everything and let's really start from scratch and build the way I want to build and treat my business like a business. Um, it is a process and I know that, but I'm telling you this because this is the stuff I wish I would have done. So I hope this is helpful. Let me emphasize one more thing. So I'll add a number six to this is number six, y'all start your email list. I know I might sound like a broken record, but I promise you, I promise you, even if you think your customer is not on email, even if you think this and this and that, just start an email address. I sent like 30 plus emails during this launch. And honestly, I could have, I could have um, sent more, but my launches, like my emails during this launch were so pivotal to my growth and success. Like a lot of people who purchased saw these emails. And on top of that, I can actually see, I can actually see who listens or not to who listens, who reads my emails. And that is a gift, y'all. That is a freaking gift. The fact that you can see who opened your emails is an amazing, amazing thing. So here's the thing. I just want, I really do want you to start your email address. And how you do that, I have, a, um, I think I have an episode about this, but how you do that is 
create a free resource, create a resource for your audience, create something that'll be helpful to them, educational to them, useful to them. If you're in the wellness field, that can be journal prompts. If you're in the nutrition field, that can be a grocery list, like anything that is of value to your audience. Like I have one that's a podcast checklist. I used to have one that's called passion clarity guide. It would help you figure out what your passion is and where, you know, where you can put your time. So those are free resources that help me build my um, email list. And when I have this email list, when I was launching my um, course, what happened was I had all these different um, lines of marketing. So I had my Instagram, then I had my TikTok. And the main one, to be honest, that I used was Instagram and my email list because those folks already opted in and they already know who I am. They're likely into my content. And if they're not, they can log out and that's okay. Like that's their choice. But they're actually, by, by actually signing up, it means they already signed off on what I do and they want to know more about it. So if you can do anything, y'all, like start your email list right now, create a valuable resource. And if you're having a hard time creating one, let me know in my D- in DMs on Instagram and I will create a freebie. Like, tell me if this is an issue for you because I will create something to help you, but you need to tell me. So let me know. And if I hear from folks, I will 100% make a freebie and let you guys know on the podcast. But Remember, like build your email list, do what you got to do. So I'm going to run through these one more time. Number one, or what I wish I would have known when I started my podcast, when I started my business, what I wish I would have done. Number one is treat my business like a business. Be real about your stuff. Treat it like a business. Don't treat it like some passive little hobby that you're like, "Uh, you know, who knows? No, treat it like a business if you want a business. Number two Do the hard work in the beginning. If there are some things you know you should do from the get, just do them. Even if you do them shitty, just do them. Number three, make sure to collaborate with people, especially folks who have similar audiences to you. Collaborate with them. Do an IG live. Like Talk to your audience about them. Tag them. Just collaborate with folks. Number four, identify your own value and your core values, your mission statement, and identify your audience. Just doing these things is going to set you up for success. Number five, create systems. Create systems that are not only going to help you be consistent, but they're going to help you save time and energy, and it'll help you serve your audience better. And then lastly, go right now, create an email list, create a freebie, start telling people about the freebie, go to email service provider and just make it happen. Okay. DM me if you have questions on Instagram at Kat Del Carmen. I want to remind you that if any of this resonated and if you are in a place in your business where you really feel like you need to get your ish together and go forward with whatever you want to do, I do offer coaching. So make sure to DM me on Instagram or you can sign up for one of my freebies to be on my email list. Um, But I offer coaching and I'm happy to send you my rate sheet. I also will have an upcoming group program where we are going to launch together, build together. I don't have all the details about it yet. Okay. So, um, it's coming, but I am starting a group program soon where 
a group of us are really going to be serious about our ish. We are going to start from scratch and treat our business like a business from the get. And then we're going to hopefully launch something if that's what you want to do. So I'm really pumped. Stay tuned for that. Let me know if you're interested. But meanwhile, honestly, DM me if you have any thoughts, questions. If you want to be the first to know about my group program coming up soon, let me know in my DMs on Instagram, okay? Cat Del Carmen or follow that fear, either one. Let me know and I will add you to the email list and I'll give you as much details as I can. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. If you took away anything from this show, it would do it would mean so much to me if you could take a moment to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, if you could screenshot this, send it to your friend and say you need to listen to this, send the link. Y'all, it would mean so much to me. Like this is how podcasts grow. I know I say this every week, but it's the honest truth. So I really appreciate you already. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your time with me. You could be anywhere in the world and you're listening to this. Um, so thank you so, so, so much. I love you guys. Have a wonderful week. Bye.